everybody. My name is Daniel Oaks, and welcome to another episode of A Journey Through the Years. Now, this time, it's going to be a little different. Today, I will be reflecting on September 11th, 2001. Although I was only a week old at the time, I've gathered a few stories from people that I know that I would like to share them with you. But first, I would like to take a moment of silence to remember all those lives that were lost. Thank you. With that, I would like to read you something that I have wrote before I share these stories. 19 years ago, America was changed forever. Yet after that moment, America was the strongest it had ever been. We gave hugs to people whom we never met. Like I said, I was just a week old, so I was not old enough to remember. But what I can tell you, as a proud American, no matter what is going on in your life, I want to ask you today, where were you when the world stopped turning that September day? And although this event shook this nation to its core, we got up and we put the fear of God in the enemy and we showed them that we as Americans, you can knock us down, but we will never quit and we will certainly never forget. Now before I get started here, I'd like to read a couple numbers off. A total of 2,996 people were killed in the 9-11 attacks, including 19 terrorist hijackers aboard four planes. Citizens of 78 countries died in New York, Washington, and Pennsylvania. At the World Trade Center, two planes slammed in the Twin Towers. That figure includes, at the World Trade Center, I'm sorry, 2,763 people died after two planes slammed into the towers. That figure includes 343 firefighters and paramedics, 23 New York City police officers, and 73, no, actually 37 Port Authority officers who were struggling to complete the evacuation. At the Pentagon, 198 people were killed, including 64 people on American Airlines Flight 77, the airliner that struck the building. On Flight 93, 44 people died when the plane crash landed in Pennsylvania. And, you know... Today, we remember and we honor each and every single one of those American lives that were lost. All those firefighters, paramedics, police officers, people in the buildings, the American citizens on the plane, the innocent people on the planes. Now... 
with that said, I would also I would like to start reading off a few of these stories that I had. The first one comes from my aunt Carrie. She says she was stationed at McConnell Air Force Base in Wichita. The entire base went on lockdown. At the very beginning, we were not allowed to go out of the room we were in. Then it lessened, and we were not let out of the building. I didn't get home from work until 8.30 that night. Uh, cup. I got more here for you. Sorry, there's a lot. One of my ski instructors, Justin Pike, says, I was in the basement of the Kansas State Capitol building in Topeka. I was working for the Speaker of the House, and we were in a meeting with the governor. And they rushed us all out of the meeting room and into a secure fallout shelter. My dad said he was at a job site. He worked for Hake Foundations. He was doing a job for a guy named Bill Mulder up by the stadiums on the stadium drive. I remember that day and moment like it was just yesterday. One of my friends who was a teacher, Miss Davis, she says, I was on my way to Blue Hills when I heard the news about 8.15. My heart started racing. When I got to the school, I ran through the front doors. The secretary had the television on and the teachers watched in horror. We watched the two planes hit the towers. Students were already on the bus. We locked the doors, which had never been locked. (laughs) At that day, at the beginning of the day, I had 26 fourth grade kids in my class. And by early afternoon, most parents had picked up their little ones. By 2 o'clock, I only had nine children left in my class. My My husband called our daughter to come home from college. Sorry, yeah. And my youngest one came home from high school. At the end of the day, I watched the skies as I drove home fearfully, thinking there's another plane coming. The next day at school, we didn't teach. We just talked about to our students about what happened, about what the future might hold. The news talked and talked about what an event this was for America. A good family friend of mine, Christian, who was actually in the service, the military, he's not now, but he said, I was in seventh grade. I remember walking into social studies class, Mr. Mitch had on the TV and the news. They were showing planes flying into the towers on loop for days. He told me that he wanted to follow his grandfather's path into the service, but 9-11 had a, had a pretty big part in that. One of my parents from preschool she was in her college college English class. She was dismissed early because of the attacks on the Twin Towers. My brother was a Marine, and I was nervous about what was happening. She was 27. 
Um, my fifth and sixth grade recovery room teacher, Mr. Phillips, says, I was at home from school sick. My mom called her house phone and told me to turn on the TV and watch the news. She had trembles in her voice. Trembles in her voice. So I turned it on and the whole, my whole world stopped. My mind went numb. It was certainly a tragedy. One of my good friends who works for the Fort Osage School District, Dr. Stephen Mor- Steve Morgan, says, I was teaching a sixth grade science class in Webb City. A teacher down the hall said, a plane hit the towers. I turned on the TV in, my cla- in the class. My students and I watched as the second tower was hit. It was a day I will never forget. My uh, seventh and eighth grade, actually just my... No, not 7th and 8th grade, sorry. She was my junior English teacher, Miss Fulton. She says, and I'll paraphrase this up for you. Basically, she says, you know, she was at home. She remembers the fear in her mother's face that morning. It was something that she'd never seen before. And she made very little phone calls at work that day. She said all eyes were glued on the TV. And just the fear that was surrounded this whole event. Another one of our family friends, Angela Hopkins, says that, you know, it was a scary day, and that every year on 9-11, they would sit down at the table, the dinner table, and discuss what this meant for America, and what... What the future might hold. One thing about Mrs. Fulton's story says that she she said that her dad said this is this means war. Like and how it it's it's a very memorable day. For America. It was a day that we learned that we were not invincible, but we had to stick together and we had to fight for our nation and the freedoms that we had. Each one of those people who had died had families that was somebody's son daughter father mother and my heart still hurts for each and every one of those people I make this episode today 
and hope that you, each and every single one of you listening today, will sit down with one of your loved ones, whether it be your children or whatever, and just reflect on the on what this day means. You reflect on where you were, and what it meant, and just you keep the memories and the spirit of those who passed living on. Flight 93, actually. The passengers on that plane had a feeling it was heading towards Washington. Whether it be the Capitol building, White House, whatever. So, they decided as a group that Basically, they're going to make sure that didn't happen. So they rushed the cockpit, and they they fought until the very end. And as an American, you know, they're heroes. They're heroes. You know, who knows what would have happened, where the plane would have gone. Their deaths were not in vain. None of those deaths were in vain. And it just gives me gives me a sense of what it means to tell somebody I love you. You know, Hug your children. Hug your kids. Hug the people who are close to you because tomorrow might not be promised. But also don't stop fighting for what you believe in. I'm sure each and every one of those firefighters were scared as they climbed the towers. But they had a job to do. And they gave the ultimate sacrifice. Still believing they were saving people. They saved quite a few. And I just hope that each and every one of you takes time out of your day to talk about 9-11. And to make sure that Yes, although this day is hard, hard in of itself, we don't forget September eleventh, two thousand and one. Now, I, I really felt like I needed to do this episode. Just as a tribute, you know, nothing special about, you know, not talking about my disability or anything. Just Americans and what it means to be an American. Because at that moment, we didn't care about each other's differences. We saw that people were in need and we stood up 
and be comforted them. With that said, I'm probably going to wrap this up. Thank you all for listening. God bless you all. I love you all. May we never forget September 11th, 2001.